Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door, just like a Murillo Crossfield ball. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win? Only via the app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery free in terms of apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hello and welcome back to Red Side of the Trent. This is your host Adam Wicklow speaking with the West Ham United preview. I'm delighted to welcome back James Jones from the We Are West Ham podcast. How are you James? Are you well? I'm good thanks mate. How are you? Yeah really really well. Obviously it's been a long time since we last spoke obviously back in August and then uh, and I do remember because I had looked back through our messages. Um, I messaged you saying I don't think West Ham will dominate a game so much again this season and not score has that been the case this season would you say looking back um it's probably the only game we've dominated right <laughs> um i mean what it was what our second game of the season i think it was third yes. game um and yeah like even though we lost that really afterwards felt like we we should have at least come away with a point mm. uh particularly given that goal that was disallowed that shouldn't have really been disallowed. Um, yeah. I had very strong feelings about that afterwards. But you know, we missed the penalty as well. So we should have taken something from it. And after that, I really felt like, yeah, you know, okay, we've lost our first two games of the season. But we definitely didn't deserve to lose that one. So we'll be okay. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just hasn't turned out that. In fact, uh, it's been the complete opposite. We haven't been fine. And um, if anything, there's no signs to suggest that we will be fine in the future. Um, so yeah, um, that's the only game we've dominated. It's the only game where I've, I've come out and gone, yeah, things are, things are going to be all right, and um, it just hasn't panned out that way. I mean, I came away from that game and thought West Ham will be fine. I mean, you look really, really good. I mean, I think Ben Rama hit the crossbar from a free kick. I think he hit the crossbar again, or someone else definitely hit the crossbar, and Henderson had to make some obviously very good saves. Obviously, the one from from Rice, and then the one that got disallowed is is up for debate it's a grey area unfortunately that's referees it's nothing to do with with Forest or West Ham really I mean I I think I can see why you've been aggrieved because it was a completely like there was nothing to do with the ball there at the, at the time sort of thing it's it's one of them so kind of went in our favour luckily but 
I just want to talk about your last game against Spurs because it's the it's the most recent thing. I mean, I only caught the very end of it where Perisic probably should have got sent off within two two tackles I saw and Declan Rice getting very very angry with him. Was it a game you probably deserved to lose though on the base of it? Yeah, no, we we deserve to lose it. Um, and that's kind of been the story of our season when it comes to particularly away from home, but going to the so-called top six stadiums. Um, David Moyes, I think he's I think he's now approaching a hundred games without hundred away games against top six sides without a win. Um, it can't be far off a hundred. De- definitely in the nineties. Um, so you kind of know what you're going to get when you go away to these sides, and what that is is play for play for the draw. Play for the goalish draw, ideally, particularly this year, given that we can't score um, enough. And um, we play for the the draw and lost two 0 And I don't think Spurs were particularly impressive, but they just took their chances. They had two um, two counter attacks, two goals. Um, we had a, we had one or two chances, particularly in the first five minutes. Joe Bowen blast uh, blasted wide for about twenty yards. Um, if he hits the target, it goes in. Forster was beat. But it's one of those things where, on the face of it, over the 90 minutes, no, we didn't deserve to win. Um, And that's been an issue with us this season. Uh, And that's why a lot of West Ham fans are are, are sick and tired of David Moyes now. Yeah, I've seen it's one win in your last eight games. But I just wanted to know, why why has it been so bad in the league? But then, like, European, like, Conference League, you've you've breezed that. I think you're in the the fifth round of the FA Cup as well. I think you play Man United soon, don't you, in that one? Why, why has it been such a struggle in the league? Because you've not, when I've looked at your results, when you've lost games, it's not been more than by one or two goals at, at most, really. Like, it's a, it's a really strange one. That's been one of the running themes um, of David Moyes' time since he came back to the club is that we, we don't we, we don't get thrashed anymore. Mm. There are times when we go to Man City away and lose 5 0, 6 0, we go to Man United and lose 4 0, go to Liverpool and lose 3 or 4 0. That doesn't happen now. Um, defensively, we were a lot better and we have been really good this season defensively. But our issue really has been going forward. We're, we're not as clinical as we have been over the last two years in the final third. Um, part of that's down to the fact that we, we spent what, 30, or 30 or 40 million quid on Gianluca Scamacca, who it's questionable whether he really does fit the style of play that David Moyes wants to wants to you know adopt. Uh, and then he's been injured. So it's been very difficult for him to really get a run of games to really see whether he does fit into the system, if you know what I mean. Hmm. Um, Lucas Piquet, another one, he comes in, he's Brazil's starting number eight. You think, great, you know, you've got a midfield pair of him and Declan Rice. You know, that's one of the, that's as solid as you can get outside the top six in terms of a midfield pair. And he's been injured a couple of times. And when he's not been injured, barring three appearances in the Premier League, he's been played as a number 10. And that's not his best position. Um, so that's caused problems. So a lot of it that Jared Bowen's been out of form. Side Ben Rama's sort of been in and out the starting eleven. Um, so a lot of it has, has been final third play. Just can't can't buy a goal. And um, defensively we've been good. We we rarely concede more than two in a game. You know, if we are losing, it's going to be two nil or two one or one nil or whatever. Mm. Um, but we're just not scoring enough goals. And I think we're the second lowest scorers in the league behind Wolves, maybe, and they're probably catching us. So yeah, I'd put it down to that. Um, that and Moyes sticking with players that are out of form but are his favourites. Thomas Suchet being the key one. Mm. He's been well out of form and he keeps he's in the starting eleven every week. And it's just like, well, you've got, you've got to do something about it, Dave. You know. <laughs> do you believe the 
the squad needed more improvement in January. I know you brought in Danny Ings, and he actually weirdly comes in as as your top scorer, even though he's not scored a goal for you. He's not featured too much more left, more off the bench. Does it? Do you think he suits more of your style of football, or do you think that was a weird acquisition as well? He, he Danny Ings is a striker that we we should have signed in the summer. Mm. I, I'm not, I wouldn't go as far to say we should have signed him instead of Skamaka. But he, it, it, that one would have made more sense than Skamaka. If you if you look at the style of play that Moyes wants to wants to adopt, it's proven in the Premier League. We know that. Um, it was a good signing for January because we need goals. But the trouble is, he's played four appearances, all four off the bench, um, and he hasn't come on before the seventieth minute. I don't think. Um, so I mean, Moyes come out after Spurs game again when we bought him, so you know to score goals. It's like well, you've got to play him then. You've got to start him instead of Antonio. Um, so it's a good for me. It's a good signing, but it's only a good signing if you play him and you give him a chance to have it, make an impact. And at the moment, he's not had that. But we should have invested more. That's one of the big bugbears: is that the position that we're in, you know, you've got to invest in the team. It's clearly not been good enough. Um, there are a lot of players in that in that team that got us almost a Europa League final, that almost got us into the top four of the Premier League two years running. Um, fell short both years, but we were very close. And they've been out of form. So you got to mix it up at some point. So the fact that you only bring in um, one one striker and then refuse to start him has baffled West Ham fans a lot. And it's just been really frustrating. Yeah. Do you, I mean, no team is technically good enough to to stay up if you if you want to put it that way it's a bit of a loose term but do you, do you believe West Ham like the current squad is good enough to get yourselves out of this mess I personally think you do I think on paper you've you've got the the means there to to get out of it but do do you think that as well do general West Ham thinks that or is there a little bit of a a scare now creeping in um oh, we're definitely worried we're definitely worried uh, before the Spurs game we were unbeaten in four um, you know, draws away at Newcastle, at home to Chelsea, beat Everton, which is a massive result. Um, but we're worried because, you know, we're definitely good enough to get out of it. You know, the bulk of the squad is the same team that, that I've just, like I just said, you know, two top seven finishes, like going for the top top four, getting to the Europa League semi-finals. It's but the bulk, no, hardly anyone's been sold barring Craig Dawson in January. Um, and on top of that, we've added 170 million quid's worth of talent. 185 if you include Danny Ings. Mm. And so the, the squad is more than good enough. The squad should be in the top eight of the Premier League in my book. The reason why we're worried is that we really feel like he's lost the dressing room, David Moyes. If something's gone wrong behind the scenes that we're not seeing, you know, there's been a couple of players that have been putting cryptic Instagram stories out. Uh, Ariola not playing, signed in the summer after a year on loan, thought he was going to be number one. Um, Fabianski still between the sticks every week. Um, Lanzini doesn't even come off the bench anymore. He's just there to make up the numbers, it seems. He's put pictures up of his passing stats over the last year and kind of, you know, suggesting that he's... <laughs> so it's it, it, something's gone on. Something's gone on. Um, don't know what it is, but it does feel as though he's lost something there. He's lost the the dressing room in one way, shape or form, which has led to these players no longer playing either for him or playing to the standard that we and they know that they can do. Um, we are good enough to stay up, but we know more than anyone that, like you said, 
you know, you can't, you know, you're never too good to go down. Hmm. We went down in 2003 with Paolo Di Canio, Joe Cole, Michael Carrick, David James, um, Glenn Johnson in the team. You know, we, that team is probably the best side to have ever been relegated from the Premier League in terms hmm. of if you look at the squad on paper. This team is better than that squad, I would say. And, um, you know, if we go down, we'll deserve it 100%. Yeah. There's a an agenda on our podcast, especially for people who listen to Talksport against Alex Crook, because he, he had a huge thing against Forrest at the start of the season, especially when Lingard signed for us. And I think secretly there are some Forest fans that will hope that if we get a result against you, it might end David Moyes' term as as West Ham manager. One one question to that is if Forest do get a result, whether that's a draw or even a win, which is quite unlikely when you look at the stats and 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 past results because we've not beaten you at West Ham since 1997 from Kevin Campbell goal and we've not won there in six games anyway uh, away at West Ham. Not been to London Stadium before, but yeah, do you think Moyes will go if if we if we get an unlikely victory? And if if so, who would you like to see replace him? Because there's some interesting rumours. I'm pretty sure I've seen Rafa Benitez's name touted about. But I mean, I think more serious ones is someone like Michael Carrick is doing a cracking job at Middlesbrough. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it's it's being reported that he's going to be in charge for the Forest game. But if that all goes wrong, then he will be sacked. Hmm. For me, he should have been sacked before the World Cup. It gives you far more time to, to pick a replacement. You've got six weeks over the World Cup to find someone um, and then give them a little bit of time to bed in and then give them a January transfer window to make any changes. The club didn't do that. Um, we're now the only team in the bottom seven of the Premier League that hasn't changed manager, bottom six. Um, and yeah, he, I will be very surprised if we lose or draw against Forrest at the weekend and he keeps his job. I think it's just, it's just no longer tenable for me. Yeah. Um, who I want to want to see replace him. Rafa's favourite for every job. So <laughs> of course he's up there. You don't want to go next to him even with a barge pole, would you? No, no. I mean, if you're looking for someone to, to come in and keep the team up, which is the situation we're in at the moment, um, then maybe Rafa isn't a bad, bad short-term appointment. But is he gonna want to come in for four months? And then keep us up, and then sort of you know like you know I say oh, thanks Rafa, but no thanks, and we'll, we'll get someone else in the summer. Um, if Rafa comes in, then he's signing a two two and a half year deal probably. Hmm. Um, I don't know. Carrick's an interesting one. He's he's Barra playing some superb football in the Championship. The type of football that would suit our squad. Is he a little bit too inexperienced? I don't know. Um, you know, you've got to give these managers a go at some point at, at, at Premier League level. But I, I'm not too sure. Does he leave? Does he leave that project he started at Barra so soon? I, I'm not too sure. But I don't really know. I'd like to see us go for almost follow the Brighton model and go for a young, a young manager from abroad that's doing almost overachieving in a in a top five league or or something like that. And bring that's, them that's- over. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage of McDelivery. You win? Order now on McDonald's app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Just a break in play to give a plug to my business. This is Reese off the pod. I have my own courier business, RL Delivery Service. I do local and GB deliveries. Good rates, fully insured. So give me a message on, it's RL Deliveries on Twitter. You can find it in my bio, which is um, Reese spelled R-E-I-S-S-N-F-F-C. Or I'm also on Facebook book at RL Delivery Service. So if you do need anything moving, give me a message and I'd be more than happy to help. I saw uh, Will still uh, link to it as well if, if Moyes went, which would be a massive gamble. And he's doing a fantastic job at Rems and he's a, a, a crazy story to him because I think they're getting fined like 22 grand a week every time he takes a game in charge. So that would be an interesting one to go for someone like him with, with not experience. I did want to ask you, obviously, who who do you think is a player that's capable of like dragging you out of this mess like from an individual's perspective, from doing something a bit out of nothing, I look towards someone like, obviously, like Declan Rice because he's the captain, but he's not someone that's going to score you a goal as such, but he is someone that might lead by example. But I'm looking at the likes of of Bowen or an Antonio or Ben Rama, but if you're so out of form, I'm I'm kind of struggling to see who who that that player might be. But who do you think it could be? From a leadership point of view, it has to be Declan Rice. He's the captain. Mm. Um, you know, he spent the last two two years learning from Mark Noble in terms of how to lead a squad and how to lead a football club on the pitch. Um, we're not seeing a great deal of that at the moment from him. His, his performances have been good, but from a leadership point of view, there have been question marks. Um, not the worst captain in the world, but question marks over whether he's got what it takes to really G that squad up. Um, but from a from a, just a performance basis and goals, Jared Bowen, you mentioned, like he scored. Tw- like almost 20 goals last season in all competitions. He was knocking on the England door, wasn't he? Yeah, he's got eight this year. Um, got two against Everton a couple of weeks ago. Really looking to him and going, look, you know, you need to find that form last season because he, he, you know, you go into every game game, Bowen's going to get at least one. Mm. Um, that's not really happened. But I'm looking at Lucas Piquetta when he's fit because that guy is so talented. Um, there's a reason he, he starts with Brazil. Um, in that number eight spot. And he's only really had, what, two or three games alongside Declan Rice in that midfield. And if he can get a run of games with those two in midfield, then I really think he can click at some point. And he can start creating and, and really be the player that we bought um, and that we know he can be. But like you said, we're out of form. And you know, it's very, very well saying, yeah, we need Bowen to start scoring goals, but he's not really been doing it all season. So... We need something to click. Um, I just don't know where where the click is going to come from, if I'm honest. Yeah. I just want to talk about, obviously, the relegation fight because there is a big clump of teams, including... I'd, I'd still include Forrest in that, and we're, we're not uh, we're not naive to, to say otherwise. But I've seen the next five games after Forrest is, is Brighton away, Villa at home, Man City away, Southampton at home, and Fulham away. That's a, a, a tough and not-so-tough kind of next run but who who do you think might be uh in the talks to go down if if it's not if you can guys can get out you get out of the mess um i would have said southampton were, were almost dead and buried but then they go and win at stanford bridge <laughs> madness <laughs> it's crazy um at one point i thought walls were gone and they've started picking up results you know they've made the managerial decision at the right time and brought in a good manager um they could get out of it um, 
I still think Everton uh, are in trouble. I know they've won a couple of games since Dice has come in, but uh, all it takes is one defeat and that could go wrong very, very quickly because we know the the atmosphere within that club is on a knife edge at all times. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I still think Southampton will go. I think Leeds are in trouble. I, I, I'm not. I think they're, they're about to appoint Javi Gracia and that's so underwhelming for me. Hmm. Um and it's going to toss up between probably us, Leeds, uh, sorry, us, Everton and Wolves, maybe. Um, I mentioned Bournemouth there either. Oh, Bournemouth as well, yeah. And they got an unlikely win at the weekend as well. They got an unlikely win and, and you know, they did good against, um, who did they play the other day on TV? They, uh, Newcastle. They beat, yeah. They look, they look good against Newcastle, probably could have beaten them. So... They're another side that, yeah, a couple of weeks ago looked dead certs, and now they're they're beginning to pick up points. So it's you can't really call it really. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of teams in there that if they do stay up, would have deserved to stay up. If they go down, they deserve to go down. It's one of those one of those we just can't call it anymore. I mean, when when we played Leicester, and we got absolutely dicked by them four 0 at their place. Every Forest fan was like, right, well, that's Cooper going. Who, who are we getting in? And then next thing, we've we've gave him a new contract and we started to pick up wins. But this is why we say we're never out of it because we're only five points off yourselves. If you beat us Saturday, that you're only two, po- two points behind us and you drag us a little bit more back in, obviously. What have your thoughts been on Forest since since you obviously played us? And how, how do you think this game might go? Because... I think we've both scored more or less the same amount of goals. We've just let in a far, far, far more than you guys, I think. Yeah, I, I haven't really been that surprised. I mean, since we last spoke, you've signed about 100 players, haven't you? Uh, 30, 30, but we don't we don't care about that as long as we stay up yeah, as, our, as our new song goes. <laughs> yeah, it's just like every every week or every few days in the window, so for us to sign another player. Um, but yeah, I mean, I haven't been overly surprised with... What what Cooper and Forrest have done this this season, and you, you'd expect it given the amount of business that you, you've done over two windows. Mm. Um, I did have I did fear that actually bringing so many players in at once would backfire, um, and I think there's a lot of players that were brought in that you know I'm looking at Jesse Lingard. Like when was the last time? I mean, he probably has played recently, but he's not done anywhere near what he what everyone expected him to do at Forest. Yeah, um, there's been a lot of players like that. Um, I think you'll stay up. I, st- I did say that at the beginning of the season. So mm. I think I think Forest will stay up. Um, after the game, I, I did say that I really wanted you to go down. I, I, I will not lie. <laughs> um, but that was just the nature of that game, and it was me. After I was so frustrated, <laughs> go ruled out, hit the post, uh, missed, missed the penalty, and it was like, oh, do you know what? I really hope they go down now because that's so annoying. Um, but I think you'll stay up. I do. Even if we beat you at the weekend, I still think you'll do it. Um, I think Cooper's done a superb job. How do you think the game's going to go generally? Because obviously we're both quite low scoring sort of sides and I feel like West Ham are good defensively. Forest have definitely improved in the last, since since the turn of the year. I think the most we've let in was against United and that was in the cup, in the, uh, sorry, around Boxing Day, we got beat 3-0 by them. But generally we've not, not let more than one or two goals in since. How, how do you think the game's going to go? Do you think it's going to be quite tight? I think it will be tight, um, particularly at the beginning. I think given that we're at home, the crowd are going to want to see something from West Ham. Mm. Um, it's a must-win game for us. The Tottenham game last weekend wasn't must-win because you know Tottenham aren't anywhere near us in the, in, in the table. It's that Losing the Tottenham isn't going to affect decide whether we go up or down. Not in the forest at home is or has the potential. So 
the fans are going to be on them. The fans are going to are going to be up for it. They're going to want want to see a good performance. So I think it'll be tight. I'm taking a lot of confidence in Forest away form. One win, one win away all season. Yeah, Not many goals away from home. So I'm taking a lot of confidence in that. And we've been pretty a little bit more consistent than normal recently at home. So I think it'd be tight, but um, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. Would Would you say the pressure's a bit more on you guys than it is on us? Massively more, yeah, because um, of what we've achieved over the last two years and what the consequences of that could be. Um, the, the pressure is massively on David Moyes. We said earlier that if, if he doesn't win, the likely is he loses his job. The players will know that. It's whether they want want him to stay in the job or not. <laughs> um, so there's a lot, a lot of pressure, not just on David Moyes, but for that for the players for the entire club, um, because West Ham going down. Um, that's almost not an option for the club when you consider the position that is in right now, uh, both on and off the pitch. Yeah, especially because I think if you go down, I mean, have you ever heard of a championship player going for more than a hundred million? And if if that's what Declan Rice's value is, I mean, that'd be uh... sixty-two thousand seat stadium in the championship. I mean, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. I mean, um, it's like one. It's like oh, it's probably what like Sunderland or Newcastle have been like in previous seasons where they like got fifty thousand seat stadiums in the in the championship. I mean, that's yeah. that's all good and fun. Um, I just wanted to ask you. Uh, a little a little quiz so last time we played uh, West Ham at Upton Park this was back in 1999 in the last time we played you at uh, at your gaff you beat us 2-1 do you think you could name the goal scorers 99 yeah you won 2-1 called cool, 99 so how old was I at 99 I was about 10 or 11 so this cool. is going to be really plucking out of my, my knowledge <laughs> I normally do these sort of things. 99, just pushing my memory a little bit. I'm going to have a guess at Paolo Di Canio. No, he is not one of them. But he did play. He did play. Yeah. Uh, 99. Frank Lampard? Frank Lampard did score. He scored the inevitable winner in that game. So who scored the other one? 99... Is it Freddie Canute? No, he didn't play actually. Um, it is a defender. If you, if that's any clue, I can. I'll, I'll just tell you if you want. Go on. Then. It was Ian Pierce. Ian Pierce. I mean, you had a right team: Shaka Hislop in goal, Rio Ferdinand, Neil Ruddock was still playing, yeah. Lampard, Trevor Sinclair, Di Canio, Paul Kitson. He must be Dave Kitson's dad or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Joe Joe Cole Joe Cole played in that game as well. What a player he were. Um, Obviously, going into London Stadium, we've never been there before, so it's a new experience and a new one to tick off for, for many travelling supporters there. What do you think the your lineup prediction will be and what do you think your score prediction will be for the game as well, James? Line-up will be... Uh, it'll probably play five at the back, which will frustrate everyone. <laughs> uh, it'll be probably Emerson and Soufaon uh, as wing-backs. Uh, Fabianski in goal. Back three will be Aguered. Og Bonner. Um, uh, I don't know. I created a Bonner. I forget how many players these days. I've just lost <laughs> in it. Midfield will be Suchek and Rice. Um, and then it will be Bowen, probably uh, Ben Rama. 
He might play downs to be fair. Actually, no, I don't I can't see him playing downs at home. Uh should be Ben Rama Bowen up front. Um I'm hearing that Skamaka might start. He's been injured, but apparently he's gonna be back and he'll start. So he'll play five at the back probably. If he doesn't, then um I think we'll all fall over in surprise. <laughs> played five at the back a lot recently, but um I think we'll win. I do think we'll win. There's too much riding on it for us not to win, if you know what I mean. Um, and if we don't, there'll be riots in Stratford on Saturday, but <laughs> we'll win 2-1. I just hope uh, any Forest fans travelling don't get a punch in the face like the Chelsea fan did. <laughs> yeah, mean, well, I mean... I mean, that was interesting. Chelsea fan deserved it, though, didn't they? Oh, yeah, he did, he did. I mean, I think Forest, I think if... I. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think our 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 gameplay will be our game idea and and plan will be to try and frustrate West Ham as much as possible. Get the crowd turned against you, and, and if we can get on the counter, especially with Morgan Gibbs White and, and Brennan Johnson with how they're playing at the moment, I think they're a danger for for any side in this league. We saw it at the weekend with the goal we scored with Johnson and Morgan Gibbs White linking up against City. So, I mean, we, and that was only one chance. So hopefully. West Ham might give us a few more, but we'll we'll see. I mean, thank you again for coming on, James. Um, good luck for the rest of the season. I won't wish you luck for this Saturday because it's a must not lose for us. I would say, right? I would take a point happily, but yeah, it's going to be a tough game. But thank you very much for joining us. And if if any Forest fans want to hear the West Ham perspective of things, where can they find your podcast? Uh, well, thanks for having me. First and foremost, um, you can find us. We're we're uh, we are West Ham podcast. Uh, we're on all the all the good and bad podcast platforms. <laughs> uh, we're on YouTube as well. If you wanna you wanna watch us, have a moan. Um, and on all the socials, we are West Ham. Brilliant. Thank you very much. And come on, you Reds. Just a quick one as well from all of us on this podcast. This is something that we all share, and it's something that myself and I'm sure the other guys have noticed as well. Is that a lot of people, especially Forest fans, as that's what mostly I do have on my Twitter, um, seeming to struggle a little bit with their mental health at the minute. You know, if you are struggling, um, by all means, message the pod and one of us will reply to you or message somebody on Twitter. You know, use the Forest timeline with the hashtag or just to make sure you talk to somebody rather than doing anything silly. Um, there is plenty of options out there. You know, if you also want to talk to someone in confidence, there's, you know, charities like Mind who will help you. Um, but just make sure you just talk to somebody rather than, you know, doing anything silly. I think that's um, an important message to relay um, to anybody who listens to the pod who might be struggling at this time. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage of McDelivery. You win? Order now on McDonald's app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 